Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, this is Kurt Woodsmith. You remember me from such TV comedies as That 70s Show and That 90s Show on Netflix. I'll never forget the words that my grandfather said just before he kicked the bucket. He said, watch how far I can kick this bucket. People ask me where I get my dad jokes from. I tell them to listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Listen to Daily Dad Jokes every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Heard around the world on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's Cannabis Talk 101 with Blue and Joe Grande. Welcome to Cannabis Talk 101 with Blue and Joe Grande, the world's number one source for everything cannabis. Thank you for listening to our podcast all around the world. Make sure you go to our website and check it out, CannabisTalk101.com as we have so many great articles and blogs on the website there. And give us a call anytime, 1-800-420-1980. What about you, Salar? You know, I, I was looking over at Goldie. I thought he was falling asleep over there. You know, oh, definitely not. I, I mean, jeez. I know the phone. So, not only that, when, when Salar joins me on Zoom, he's on it like phonics. Uh, Boy, he's hitting it. And I was like, looked at you thinking you were going to do it. somebody else to do it. I, I know. I wanted you to fail. I'm not going to lie a little bit. Wow. I, I wanted to laugh today, but you had it. Wow. Yeah, yeah, I don't I, I don't know why he was looking at you. Like you were gonna mess up, I don't Goldie. know why he thought when that he's would the one who gets the L for messing that up because he's the one supposed to fill in on the left of me. You know, there's no F's in Goldie. You know what I'm saying? Right there's there. No I mean, Solar, you when you fill in, you're on it right there. You know what I mean? Solarski, follow him online and tell him he messed up, please. S A L A R S K E E. And Blue is that number one, Christopher Wright. And of course, the show is at Cannabis Talk 101. Follow us on our IGs there. I am at Joe Grande 52. And if you guys want to turn your typical into something special, when it comes to infused products, the flavor you taste should be just as enjoyable as the feeling you experience. Visit the website at loranoils.com. It's so cool, Salar, that you're joining me here in studio right now today because we have a guest, Peter Sue. Now, Peter Sue's from Green Check Verified. He's out of New York. Thank you for joining us again, uh, Peter. It's always yes. a pleasure to have you. As you'll be on another podcast talking about uh, Green Check Verified and everything that they do. But I wanted to bring you on the show, Peter, because the other day, Salar and I talked about this uh, new dispensary that was opening up in New York. And you being a New York native, um, you're born and raised in New York? No, I'm from Taiwan. Remember, That's he's right, the, Taiwan. Uh, what Taiwan. they call it? The parachute. parachute baby. Well, you know, I don't know if people have heard rangers. that podcast yet, but yes, uh, you were dropped off. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. You um, immigrated. And ESL, English is a second language yeah. over there. In there's, there's some irony in you saying immigrated. Why? Because, you know. It's wrong. It's not a real word. It's not? Not, immigrant. it's not, not a real at all. Word? Immigranted? No. Immigranted? No, not immigranted. You, so You're an immigrant. You, yes, yeah, so you Immigranted are, is not a word. Yeah, you know, I've no. made up words my whole immigrated. life, dog. Immigrated. Check this out. Here's a funny story. When I was ASB president, I used this word called obligabilities. And my <laughs> vice president goes, he, what he means is 
your responsibilities and your obligations. I go, see, that's my boy Brent. See? Brent Cooper knows <laughs> what knows I'm talking exactly about. What's hey, going that's my dog. Some presidents just fumble those words. Hey, dog. Hey, you know? hey, hey, and the presidents today are doing it. <laughs> yep. So that just goes to show you, I may have a, a job in politics still. Gotcha. That's I'm called a malapropism. And so, Peter, I did that with you. You're immigrated. <laughs> Which means, uh, bottom line is, you're an immigrant, as yes. we all are. But, you know, you came from Taiwan and uh, were in New York City most of your life? Yes. Yeah. So, Salar and I did a podcast the other day, and we talked about this uh, new... Uh, can you change that back to how it sounds, please? Thank you. Uh, a new dispensary about to open up in New York. And by the time you're listening to this, I'm sure it's opened up. But it's uh, opening up in uh, Manhattan's Greenwich Village is the second dispensary that's going to be opening up out there. But tell me a little bit, Peter, how that, is the cannabis whole vibe out there? Because we've seen footage, and I feel like it's the most craziest thing I've ever seen. For instance, is it really true and not made up that they realistically have people selling weed on corners out of, like, boxes and, like, clear boxes and bags and pop-ups like literally pop-ups like yeah. a tarp pop-up yeah yeah unfortunately yeah we have um uh call it illegal uh dispensaries everywhere and um you know washington square park you walk through uh we're, we're to be fair that's where people always got their joints right but but yeah now now they're yeah. out out and open with with like tables and stuff like that so it has become a problem yes. because it's moving so fast right i mean you just had the first store what was that december 29th or something that opened up forgot the Around name of that there. one but then the other one just opened up last monday i believe smacked right joe that yes good of... memory there smacked yes. just smacked opened just up in greenwich village correct yeah so it's just still i mean us californians it's kind of like not watching your kids but watching your little brother you know yeah you were in this game for a little while and now your brother wants to get little brother wants to get in the game and you <laughs> oh, kind of ease him into him you know you know what i mean but then you know pretty soon your your brother's just you know taking on so much you know i mean the new york you know legacy market's obviously still going to be there with those pop-ups you're saying there are uh boxes and tarps and stuff like that that's still going on the corner game right yeah i mean lately uh, uh at least in the city the enforcement has gone up significantly uh presumably due to you know now that legal stores are, are finally opening up they're, they're trying to support that business more but it it has become a problem, honestly. Uh, we, we have uh, vans, illegal ones, that, that, that are all... Like an ice cream truck to sell? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, literally driving around Times Square. Uh, illegally parked, by the way. And <laughs> so, um, you know, in, in the city of New York, you, you would need a Department of Health uh, as well as a vendor's license, right? And if it's cannabis, then you also need a cannabis license. Because you're not selling fruit, you're selling cannabis, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And so these things have uh, uh, none of the three, you know, so... But yet, there they are, yeah. <laughs> and you, not only are you a senior VP at Green Check Verified, you're heavily involved in the cannabis space overall. If I'm not mistaken, g give me some of the credentials that you have in the cannabis space. I know you're like part of the Asian cannabis community. G please explain everything you're, you're, that you're doing in the space. Sure. Uh, so on the banking front, uh, uh, well, I very recently finished a term with the NCIA, the National Cannabis Industry Association. I was on the Banking and Financing Committee. Uh, I chair the New York City Cannabis Industry Association's Banking and Financial Services Committee. Uh, I am a, an advisor for the Minority Cannabis Academy, and I'm the treasurer of Asian Cannabis uh, Roundtable. Can I break you? Okay, first of all, the last show we did with Mr. Peter Sue, I felt like I was sitting through a Harvard business class. He's intelligent. I, I knew it, yeah. This guy, all his acronyms that you guys mentioned on the show, 
um, everything you know on your LinkedIn page. It was just so it was free game. So if you li- <laughs> if you listen to that episode, it was free game. He's he's. I'm intrigued by him. Elvis, thank God uh, Elvis sent him to us, and you flew in from New York to, to be on the show. So now that you're so heavily involved in the space, as you see the space growing in cannabis, are you proud saying, because I'm sure you're uh, you know, a proud ca- uh, New Yorker, but where it's at, see, I, I didn't realize that there's these ice cream trucks out there like that. I'm just going to call them ice cream trucks, but <laughs> you know, you're calling them just a, a mobile van or whatever, like the Scooby-Doo van. Like, yeah. Hey, you want to buy some weed little kid? <laughs> like, are they even checking people's IDs or do you even know? Like, uh, well, how so, crazy is that? It's so one be thing weird. you don't know is, um, uh, you know how it is. You walk up to some, some a van or whatever. Uh, do you necessarily know what you're buying? Right. So the reality is, is, is it hemp derived, for example? Right. Is it tested? You have is no it, idea uh, what you're buying. I mean, guys. Peter, I'm going to go on a fucking different limb and say <laughs> if I was buying it from Goldie, which, you know what I mean, Goldie may have sold a bag or two in his time. It, it, do I, I know I what I'm did. getting through him? Maybe he's my boy, have so I'm had assuming. Goldie shit lately, though? Yeah. Yeah. It, you know what nah, I mean? Never, never sold weed. Never yeah, sold nah, weed. Okay. Nah, nah. But my point is, you're buying it from somewhere, and, and a lot of times, you don't know where they're getting it from. You got to trust, quote unquote, your boy or your girl, whoever, your, your, your hookup, yeah. period. So... If you're looking at the van that's in the neighborhood, I'm not so worried me personally. Like when I look at that, I do think it's great for everything to be regulated. Don't get me wrong. I think it's appropriate, just like lettuce and tomatoes and everything else should be. I think the cannabis should be as well. But when you say that to me, that's why the black market is is popping so hard. Because why? I'm not going to spend that much on an eighth when I can still buy it now for 35 bucks. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'll call Daniel and be like, Daniel, hook it up. You know what I mean? And uh, well, actually, that- funny enough, uh, our market's flooded with your products, not you, like <laughs> California products. Really? What, what well, ones do you see out, out there? Yeah. yeah, what brands come out big uh, time out a there? A lot of them, like, literally have metric tags. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> these are legit. Like, I'm sure you got the cookies, the stizzies, and all those guys. These, out these are there. burner distros. Of course, uh, yeah. yeah. So, guys like burner who. Do you? Oh, uh, not, not burner like cookies. I mean burner like. Uh, oh, burner oh, brands. Burn, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Gut is. Do you think it's real or do you think they're knockoffs? I think they're real. There is a counterfeit issue actually in the industry right now. There's a huge counterfeit I issue. I mean, the yeah. DCC has you know knocked on some of the people we worked with and saying you know hey you got this this and that and people have told them, like this isn't me. I've been fighting fighting counterfeit for years now. You know. Yeah, and like, I power feel, to you DCC. Yeah, get these guys off the shelves. You know. I feel it's both. I feel like there's a lot of backdoor deals that, you know, we want to push this all over the place. And, and you know, I mean, and let's just face it, you know, a well, lot the of companies is, they had to do that, it. That leakage is common in, in a lot of industries, right? Because Thank they call, you. They call it a ghost. That's where my go- head was going, yeah. They call it a ghost shifting. Yeah. So, you know, let's say we, we shut down the store tonight and, hey, you know, me and Salah, we, we go back there. We, we, we run off uh, hundreds of units, you know, whatever measurement you want to go by. That, that's that's real money. It's doable. That's real money. And not only that, you guys, there there's markets for this in all different avenues of stores, meaning, guess what? Clothing. That's why we have the Ross Dress for Less, because if I couldn't sell all my clothes at Macy's, yeah. I'm selling them now to Ross. Yeah. Back I'm to selling them to TJ yeah. Maxx. 
I'm selling them to these other places. It's the same kind of concept. That yeah. concept, it's a backdoor too as well. deal. But the, but I think the, the the illegal backdoor deals when you're. Well, yeah, uh, that's. I'm just saying those are legal ones. Well, they're no, closed. No, the the little yeah. boy. I mean, I, I had a friend, you know, in high school who worked at Nordstrom in the stock room. Yeah. You know, he was picking up seven jeans, uh, True Religion pants, uh, you know, all the done designer shit, selling out the back end. You know. For, well, that's I called stealing. Oh, is that what they call that? Okay. That's not a backdoor deal from a company doing it. That's your boy stealing. This guy. I this mean, guy. you know what I mean? He so Lars, man, I, when I was younger, when I worked at Kentucky Fried Chicken, I would take the leftover chicken and take it to school and sell each piece for a quarter back in the day. You know what I'm saying? So if you wanted to, you know. How much went home with you back then? Imagine. I mean, imagine that's real buying. Can we get a picture of Joe? Yeah. I mean, just a Selling picture chicken. of At least his old jacket that he used to wear. Hey, yeah. I mean. Joe Grande. You, and I put that on everything, dog. I'd be selling. You know, give me a dollar and I'll give you five pieces. Yo, who, who oh, buys see? bootleg KFC, bro? Oh, no. It's not bootleg. <laughs> this was fresh from KFC oh, the right. night before. You know what I mean? It's ah. Cannabis Talk 101. We're going to cut back, talk more New York and high time stories and all this other good stuff. It's Cannabis Talk 101. We'll be right back after this. We'll be right back with Cannabis Talk 101. Hey, fam. I'm Simone Boyce. I'm Danielle Robay. And we're the hosts of The Bright Side, a daily podcast from Hello Sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day. Every weekday, we bring you conversations with the culture makers who inspire us. Like our recent episode with Hollywood royalty Regina and Raina King. We talked about the creative power of women's relationships. I feel like, thank God for women. Like, especially when it comes to Black women, the way we lean on our mothers, our grandmothers, our sisters, our friends. We're just each other's pulse. I mean... It's molecular, you know? Listen to The Bright Side from Hello Sunshine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome We're back to Cannabis, Cannabis Talk 101. on Instagram at rocket underscore seeds. Uh, Peter, I'm so happy you're here with us today. I'm going to get into the high five with you in a bit, but hearing all your accolades in cannabis and what you did and what you're doing, um, especially with Green Check Verified, but knowing what the pulse is out there, because like I said, Salar and I were talking, and have you been to the first legal dispensary that opened up in? Yeah. yeah. 
Are you doing their banking? No. Well, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, yes, our client is doing their banking. Yes. Oh, really? So yeah. you guys are helping? They're not the working per- with us directly, but yes, my client. Is and so, with the, if I'm not mistaken, 36 new licenses are going to be distributed out in New York. Yeah. They said 20 that they want to make sure that are popping by this year. A second dispensary is opening up uh, probably by the time you're listening to this now. It's just going to, which is why we're recording this. It's supposed to be Friday, which is in a couple of days from now. But what do you see? Because I feel this like sadness <laughs> for the legal ones, like the first one and the second one popping up. When if I have one in Greenridge and one in the West, where was it at? East or wherever it's at in a different borough. I think there's two in each borough. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I shared the story on a different podcast, and I can sh- uh, right, right now they're both in like uh, uh, sort of the lower Manhattan area. Oh, they're yeah, both yeah. in Manhattan so, area. Soho and Village. So yeah, they're, so they're pretty close to each other. Are the illegal corner shops and those vans that you described are they right by those as well? Uh, they're, they're everywhere, bro. <laughs> that's 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 what, what I mean. That's why I feel bad because say Solar, own, say we own. Uh, all three of us own a, a legal one. We all go in on it and we get our license because, you know, one of us has a social, whatever, whatever. And then Goldie's over there and Daniel's over there. They're all selling illegally over there. The police not doing nothing about this? Uh, well, they are. They are. Um, you know, I, I want to give the city a shout out here. I, I think they have put in a lot of effort, especially recently, to actually crack down on that. Um, uh, but, yeah, like, like there's a lot of unlicensed shops uh, operating illegally um and real know. storefronts i've seen yeah. i've actually seen people that have a full-on storefront dispensary and yeah. like in yeah. brooklyn we've oh, yeah. interviewed one of the guys it's like yeah well he's running it like it's legal Dude, but it's not do price sheets and everything like a right up front yeah <laughs> it's everything but the license basically it's the whole blueprint of how it should run but it's not running and one of the reasons i feel like correct me if i'm wrong but like you know, the mayor said right off the bat that after that first shop opened, as we mentioned the other day, is we're going to battle the black market. You guys aren't going to th- we're going to make it so you guys can't thrive here. And the rhetoric they're using is how, you know, fentanyl, fentanyl is becoming a huge issue. Yeah. I know it's out here from California, New York, everything between, there's a fentanyl crisis in America. Now, I keep, we keep hearing reports, you know, we do this thing this all day, how the illegal cannabis market is their products are getting tested positive for fentanyl. Yeah. So that's kind of like the backing behind of kind of why they want to regulate these guys. So it's just creating that safe space of like, because me, us three, our stuff's getting tested. Goldie and Daniel back there, they're they're not, power to them. If you guys are in the legal market and you guys test your stuff, great. But there's nobody behind you saying, hey, you guys have to test this before you put out in your store. Well, like Peter mentioned earlier on the first break, like you don't know where you're getting it from, which I agree with your theory 100%, even though I was contradicting it saying well we didn't know when, when we're still getting it where that's why i do like the legal market and that's why especially here in california actually across everywhere the average person that goes into a dispensary is 55 and over which is you know even more ironic because you're looking at buying trusted cannabis and it's a novice market the new the new users not users the new the newcomers of the industry right, right. so yeah. therefore you know i am a firm believer in having regulation mm-hmm. i wish it was all 50 statewide because then it makes it easier. I really like what Michigan's doing uh, more with the laws there, as I ironically talked to, uh, geez, his name's drawn a blank from Hellman Groups. Brian. Brian Buckley. Yeah. And Brian Buckley's working with so many governors and this and that, and he was breaking down rules and laws to me, and he's saying, look what they're doing in Michigan, Joe. This piece is good here. What they're doing over there is good. 
And my point is, if we can get everybody to just realize the best, best, best from each state right. of what they're doing, I mean, to get on a federal level, that'd be ideal, right? Once yeah. we want to be able to get there, I don't know how or where that's going to even happen because California is overcharging everybody <laughs> by all means, taxes for this, for that. Sale, yeah. And then, you know, no attack towards you by no means, Peter, but even to get banking costs... Uh, about a thousand bucks a month to get your bank account where if you had a liquor store, it doesn't cost that. If you had a regular t-shirt store, it doesn't cost that. So, but it, it is what it is. It's not you, Peter. It's not, you know, it's just is what it is, but I don't like it. Well, if you want to reduce crime, let these guys bank, let these guys have a bank account. Nobody wants to stack X amount of cash. Under I mean, because we're now paying extra taxes for our dispensary using this analogy. If we three have it, Goldie and, and Daniel over there are not paying for the banking that we got to do now extra because we do want to have legal banking right. and it's legal and it's great for us. We want to comply. But now yeah. what does that mean? That means our profits hurts more. And so now you only have two stores opening up right now in New York that are that are popping. Are you seeing that these are, do you feel like they're going to thrive or do you see, I mean, because you're working too, if I'm not mistaken, with the actual mayor, do you, are you like in tied with, with the city? Like your organizations that you're a part of actually work with a lot of the political entities in New York. Uh, well, so, so Mayor Adams had a, uh, uh, an advisory council, uh, of which I was a part of. Um, under Cannabis NYC, it's more of a, uh, so under Jashida Dawson's leadership, it's, it's, it's a little bit different now, but um, uh, I, I, I did have a role with the advisory council, yeah. Um, you, you know, is it thriving? Yes. I mean, the, the first day, uh, they, they were at, the lines were four hours long. People waited on oh, line yeah. for four hours to... to but of course, you're pointing out there's some novelty to that, right? So like, like that might wear off, you know, it's, at some point your product's gotta stand on its own. So we'll see, you know, I, now the one thing to point out is it was definitely like a hurry up and wait kind of situation in New York, uh, New York City especially, right? Like they're, they're, they were having some issues rolling out, rolling out, rolling, and then suddenly it was like, uh, I'm, I'm going to assume there was some politics and PR involved, like we gotta open the store because the governor has already said we're going to open a store. That's how he campaigned. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, they were saying 20 stores by the end of 22. Right. We got one. <laughs> so, right. so, And you now know, they're saying it by the end of 2023, they're going to have 20 stores now. So, you know, first quarter, right, we're going to start rolling out uh, uh, stores and uh, uh, and not just New York City, all over the state, you know. Uh, so on, on the one hand, it, it's, it's going as fast as it can. On the other hand, they're clearly well behind, right? And that it, it is summation of everything that, that we're talking about, right? Like, right. why is there so much trouble? Well, they, they just gave such a long leadway, right? Like, like people started looking around saying like, well, none of these guys are getting busted. I'm going to open a store too, you know? Right. Um, and now they're, they're catching back up, right? Now, now they have to go out there and, and like start sweeping up all this stuff. Um, will they succeed? I mean, we'll, we'll see, right? Like we, we had a lot of these um, memberships, right? So instead of buying a product, you pay for a membership. So on paper, they're not breaking any laws, right? You didn't, you didn't buy. A I bought legal services. I yeah. bought a T-shirt. I, bu yeah. I bought for a hug, whatever. Yeah, yeah. 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 So so we had a, we had a ton of those. Uh, uh, you know, you you're joining a club. You're joining a membership. You're not buying a product. Got it. Which on paper, based on our our, our regs, th there was no sale of product. Which which is which is what is written in the regs. We gifted you this. Correct. Yeah. And that, of course, has now been been explicitly banned by by the state. So. As you're a part of these committees, do you feel like where it's going is happening the right way? 
Um, I think they're really trying. I mean, we, we've put a lot of effort into social equity licenses, right? Uh, so the first retail licenses, right? Uh, this is written into law. Uh, first, retail licenses are going towards people with uh, uh, marijuana convictions in nice. the state of New York. So again, hats off to the state, hats off to the city. They, this is what we want to do. If you've been negatively impacted by the war on drugs, you're going to go head of the line now that it's an actual industry, a multi-billion dollar industry. Absolutely. Right? Um, having said that, that the rollout has been challenged. And, and as a result, I, I think they've, they put themselves, and, and unfortunately, to your point, you know, some of these new stores opening up uh, are not just stacked up against other retailers. They're stacked up against corner shops and right. know, people with boxes. You know? um, now, I think from a safety perspective, there's an interesting perspective. Like if you have an illegal shop in, we literally have three, in like Times Square, right? You know, three you know, illegal shops <laughs> are storefronts, like the, a real storefront, like like in corners. Yeah, yeah. Really? Um, yeah, it's in Times Square, bro. Um, if you've been to Times Square, there's, there's cops every three feet. You know, oh, yeah. so so those those guys have round the clock police protection. <laughs> but you know, it's funny. You were, I mean, you've been in New York. New York, like I feel like they casually smoke way more than they do out here. You know what I mean? Like. Oh, yeah, everywhere you I go. I remember yeah. when I used to visit New York, like I was telling you, man, my cousins and all their friends would just be smoking in Times Square, smoking yeah. on the street, and it's like, damn, like, are we sure this is illegal out here? I, I, for a second, I was like, is New York legal? But, I mean, people are smoking out there. People are, you know, hollering, hey, you know, 10 for the, you know. Just like, just <laughs> well, like that. so not, not to get too nerdy, uh, but I think there's a, this issue of the um, sort of conflating the difference between decriminalization and legalization, Okay. right? So if you legalize, there's a system. Yeah. Follow this path. This is how you get. This is how you get a license. This is how you sell shit, right? If you decriminalize, that means there's, there's no crime. There's no crime. So we actually had a situation where, uh, and, and there's an article you can look this up. They, they polled. Uh, so they asked a bunch of the local AGs, like, "Hey, we, we got all these illegal, what's AGs? Uh, attorney generals, okay? Right? Uh, so th we're talking county prosecutors, people like that, that, and they're saying, "Hey, we got all these illegal shops everywhere. Why aren't you guys doing something about it?" Half of these uh, prosecutors polled said, we're not sure what crime we would charge them with. Right. So because they decriminalize, it's not a crime. <laughs> what do you do about it? Dude, you just made my mouth drop right now. <laughs> because Think the about product that. is yeah. legal, right? The product but is selling legal. it's illegal, though. Right. You have a product. You have to have a license have to, to sell license. it. So, but there's no license. <laughs> well, let's, let's, I was. But now there is, because now, now you've now got 36 is. that they're giving out, 20, you know. Now there is. They yeah. gave 36. So now it's yeah. a different scenario. Correct, correct. Now there but is, at but, the but time you, that you, you say that, you're right. What crime are they breaking? You stacked up all these people that, that is coming to the same conclusion, going, well, what the fuck? Right? Yeah. And decriminalize. Yeah. It's not a crime. There's no, there's no crime. Like, what are they going to charge me with? You know, like uh, the, the vans we talked about. So at one point, they, 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 they grabbed a bunch of them, you know, towed them and everything like that. You know what they charge them with? Illegal parking. Or, unpaid or, tickets. That's <laughs> hilarious. It's not hilarious, but it's just. I mean, it's like a got you. Like, I mean, it is. We're going to get you for that, but right now we're going to get you for this. It's like the Al Capone stuff. We're going to get that's you for exactly. Your it's maybe. the Al Capone yeah. thing, yeah. The, so this, so they will uh, call it petty you to death. You know, they yep. they don't want to put people in jail, which makes sense, but they will find a way. Like, hey, this is an illegal shop. Hey, you know, you, you got too many lights. Hey, you have an unregistered yep. business. Hey, this is an uh, unregistered grow. You're using different utilities. You know, et cetera, et cetera. They'll always find a way. You'll always find a way. Your hands on the pulse out there. You're dealing with licensed and legal cannabis entities with green check verified that you're a senior VP with. How are these people that you're dealing with in New York feeling about, you know, this circus that's going on there? 
Uh, you know, I think cautiously optimistic. I mean, people are still pushing hard, trying to get licensed, right? Uh, um, the problem is, yeah, you're spending money, time, effort into opening a store. And we're, we're talking hundreds of thousands, millions of dollars, yep. right? And anyone can just pop up a shop for like almost no money, right? Uh, so cautiously optimistic. People are still doing that, still putting in the effort, still putting in money, and just praying, I think, you know. But I think big picture, right? Like it's going to work out. This is the biggest market between California and New York. These are the biggest markets, right? So of right. course. Well, New York's the number one market in the country because there's just so many people. It's overpopulated. Yeah. So, I yeah. mean, when you look at that and then you look at cannabis being out there everywhere, yeah. and literally I've seen like uh, four pop up like a tent and then it's just they're selling right there under a tent yeah yeah like with little boxes which to me is the most it's like girl scout cookies <laughs> right like you right? go to the store and oh, you buy girl scout if... cookies it's literally the same concept that i've seen is that true or not true still it's true unfortunately yeah it's, it's, girl it's, scout it's, it's a little bit of a shit show right like now. alcohol you mind I, let's say i brew my own moonshine and you might buy it off me from the street, but if you're going to go for the moonshine commercial, because moonshine, let's be real, you got to make it, you know, it's a, yeah. it's an entity, you know, about moonshine where you get it from some guy off the street because it's, <laughs> that's how it's made. That's the, the theory behind moonshine. But now they have moonshine. They slapped a sticker on it. Now they sell it in Albertsons. Actual moonshine. Yeah. Stars. You love moonshine. We'll get some moonshine after the show, man. But, Is there moonshine really being sold now like that? Oh yeah. That's how it started. That's the origin of moonshine of how it's like. Does anybody ever crazy. come to your bar and ask you for like, moonshine? Oh, we got, yeah, yeah. I've had, you I, get, any you get that moonshine crowd. It's always those guys, you know, who, who think they're a part of a, a biker organization, cult, yes, who, who cult following like, style yeah, attitude. They want it real strong. Right, go these, yeah. we go these. I pour him a double. Yeah, I'm not, uh, a, yeah, I'm not a moonshine guy. Basically, but no, I mean, I don't want to say the same, you know, trans transcendence, but it's like you know, it's. I brew my own beer, but I can't go sell it outside, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got to go. You know, if you think about it, there's a little bit of a uh, almost a role reversal, right? Yeah. Like, so say say you buy um, a anything alcohol you buy beer 40 ounce you know you can't walk around times square with your 40 ounce no it's illegal you can walk around with your joint <laughs> huh and you can smoke it absolutely so the cops aren't busting nobody for smoking weed at it's, this it's point. not illegal anymore. recreationally you it's can not smoke. illegal you, you can, can walk smoke. down the street i mean i'm sure you guys have similar laws now within a couple hundred yards of schools and stuff like that a couple of those regulations you can't have a storefront Church, uh, church around school. Church school. Well, the store cannot be. But right. if you were were walking, if you were just walking around Chirping, smoking, yeah. uh, there, there is no crime that the police officer can charge you with. Got it. Yeah, they can't even stop you. Actually, California will still stop you. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. a little more lax than over here. Yeah. That's crazy, right? It's a, it's like a weird role reversal. So you go into a store in in Manhattan, which is a legal which is a legal store. You buy a forty. You cannot walk around and drink it. Right. You walk into an illegal store. <laughs> you can't walk around and smoke it. That is crazy <laughs> to say it like that, dude. Because there's only one at this moment right now, and you know when you're listening to this, there's probably two. But for us, there's only one legal store in the state of New York right now. Only well, one. Well, aside from our medical, aside from our original ten recreational yeah. stores. Okay, right. recreational so that rec stores. sorry, my bad. You're so right. Medicinal, you still have to have your card and all that. Twenty-four, no, you got to have your medical card and all yeah. that. 24 yeah, twenty-four, twenty-one. 21. Yeah. I thought you said 24. I was like, whoa, that's 21. And yeah. then there's two recreational storefronts, right? Uh, one, and then the other one is actually a pop-up. So, um, okay. yeah, that, that's the, um, the smack that you're talking about. Smack and then is a pop -up. we're going to have a bunch of, we're going to have a bunch more that, that's opening up, you know, shortly. Oh, they're so, going to yeah. fly up, man. Yeah, yeah. If I, if I understand the New York market, 
Leave both Legacy and, you know, Reaver. They're going to be popular. I'm going to ask you, I want you to think about this. When we come back, Peter, we're going to take a break right now. But when we come back, where do you predict will be the most sales in New York? What borough will have the highest sales? It's Cannabis Talk 101. Peter Sue's in the building. We'll be right back after this. We'll be right back with Cannabis Talk 101. Hey, fam. I'm Simone Boyce. I'm Danielle Robay. And we're the hosts of The Bright Side, a daily podcast from Hello Sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day. Every weekday, we bring you conversations with the culture makers who inspire us. Like our recent episode with Hollywood royalty Regina and Raina King. We talked about the creative power of women's relationships. I feel like, thank God for women, like, especially when it comes to Black women, the way we lean on our mothers, our grandmothers, our sisters, our friends. We're just each other's pulse. I mean, it's molecular, you know? Listen to The Bright Side from Hello Sunshine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A., I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101. Effects, full and broad spectrum hemp extracted products contain CBD, CBG, and some 1,300 other plus elements that are naturally derived substances from the hemp and the plant. Check out the tinctures, waters, topicals, and vape collections. Go fill the effects with CaliFX. The website is califx.com. I can't wait for CaliFX to be out there in good old New York. Oh, yeah, they will be them, Neil Central. Yeah. Uh, before we get into the high five, like I I said I was asking about the boroughs that are going to be out there because when I was reading the story the other day on the show if I'm not mistaken I could probably find it pretty damn fast among the 36 licenses awarded by the state 13 were awarded to businesses based across New York City's five boroughs three in the Bronx four in Queens four in Manhattan and two in Staten Island now we have a native here that's been there since he's been nine years old (laughs) So let's just call it Ray's damn near born in New York City. You've seen it all. Uh, where do you think is going to be the most profitable or the most cannabis sold period? Manhattan. Ooh. And why? Tourists. 
Huh. Oh, it makes all the sense wow. in the said, world. And I would have said Queens. <laughs> I would have said Queens personally because it's like so many people in the Queens area. Like, yeah. if, you, if you've ever been down there, see, call it's it, a lot call of people what you want to call it. Queens is a lot of the, the legacy market. Manhattan, you have a lot of tech, correct? Tech, finance, kind of those guys. Well, tourists, uh, finance like you said, you know, yeah. but, but I think tourists. the tourists. Tourists, is, okay, is, cool. Is, it would be my vote, right? Where like do you stay at? Uh, I'm on Long Island. I'm in the suburbs. So. Oh, okay. yeah. I got yeah. cousins in Landing yeah. Beach, man. Yeah. <laughs> So because it's the spot where everybody goes to visits, yeah, I guess so. But that being said, I'm curious now for Los Angeles. Well, that goes to show you, too, the ones on Sunset are killing it, like the MedMen on Sunset because of the novelty that it's MedMen. Yeah, Vegas, that one's right? the biggest it's a, it's a one. Tourist. Vegas, the, uh, Planet the, the Planet 13 in Vegas just really pulls it. I mean, that's one supplying the Santa Ana one. Who and are we kidding? The emergence of lounges. I don't know if you guys yeah. are on that game yet, the cannabis lounges. Those are starting to pop up in California. Uh, we work with Elevations Nations. They got the cannabis-friendly hotels, too, as well. So tying into the tourism, yeah. um, I think... Yeah, that's the lounge aspect too of it. As Are there well. lounges that you're seeing pop up in in Manhattan, like the illegal, legal, whatever? I mean, they have to be all illegal, but no. <laughs> I mean, do they have them there now? Is that yes. like, oh, they do uh, illegal ones? Yes, yeah. Of yeah, course, yeah, there's yeah. nothing legal there about it well, at all. I remember, like in San Francisco, I think they call trap houses, right? Is that the right term? Well, is that what they call it? Man. Well, it's legal to sit up and smoke. I mean, if it's that's my point. As, as long as you don't get, get it there, if, as long as I don't get it at the lounge, I can come to the lounge. Well, and now smoke, keep in mind, right? in the city, uh, city specifically, there is a no smoking rule. So if you have people, what do you mean in Manhattan, the city? Uh, the, the city of uh, the city, yeah, the boroughs as well, yeah. There, there is a no smoking rule. Vape pen, cigarettes, like in, indoors. I mean, that's when cannabis, oh, started, right, right. When okay. cannabis started going legal. That, they oh. did that in Orange County too, yeah. as well. We thought, oh yeah, cannabis is legal. We're but I'm saying smoke. cigarettes, cigars. You can't. They you can't banned smoke. it all. Just yeah. be, and I, I want to. But say, they have cigar lounges. So in order to do that, you have to have like separate. There's very specific rules about like air scrubbers. ventilation and all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. So like, every hour. You yeah. have like rooms, for example. Like you walk into that room, for example, and you can smoke there. But as you're walking through here, you can't. Right. Something like that. You know. So you can't. It's you. The storefront, you can't smoke at the storefront. You cannot. Right? You can go to the lounge next door, but you have to buy product from the lounge. You can't take what you got from the storefront into the lounge and consume. You have everything you consume. Uh, these are draft rags. Like like these these rags are not out yet. But yeah, like that that's the thinking. They they don't want you to cross different business verticals. Right. Uh, which I think is going to make it hard, right? Like, like who, who does that? You know, well, it's <laughs> I'm like, going to buy I, my shit here. And go. I was telling a colleague of ours, it's like when you when you used to go to your buddy's house back in the day, you know, pick up and then he gives you a dab. And you go home like I just took a dab. I don't even need to touch this. Yeah. I mean, who's gonna tell me? Oh, hey, I'm patting you down. I'm gonna take that joint out your pocket. <laughs> well, I don't get that. At either, least, yeah. at least not it's, like that. Back to restaurant. The restaurant <laughs> yeah. style. It's if if I if I let's say I go to Albertsons and I buy myself a turkey. I'm not gonna go to you know Sizzler or Mastro's, everything in between, and bust out this turkey. I need to buy a turkey <laughs> from the restaurant. Can you imagine? I, I've had people try to do it. I've had people bring in food. Let me get one rib. Oh yeah. Let me get. Well, uh, you know, I've gone to movies and taken my own candy in there. You know, a, I, 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 I've actually ordered food at the club. Like I'm in the club in VIP, and I'm like, oh, y'all ain't got no food. Oh. Bring my food to the door, and I'm and gonna order courtesy. what I want. It's like I can't bring. You and then you walk out, get it, and bring it back in the club. No, they gonna bring it to me. I gotta tell you, our strip clubs have some of the best steakhouses. Yes, yeah. really. Yeah, this is a little. And, and, and little I heard, little 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 I heard they got some nice snapper us? too. Are you inviting us? <laughs> you know what's an invite? The Gold Club in San Francisco has oh, I used to some go of there the all. best wings, the best tacos, and it's not even like the strip club. I have I've had finance tech people tell me we go there on our lunch breaks. I don't know whether it's, you know, sanitary. Oh, I'm sure. It's fine. It, I, you know, that's 
non-sanitary. I mean, as long as they keep the spoons away from the porch, you're good. I met a girl at the Gold Club that ruined my relationship once, man. This girl, I spent four days with her. My girlfriend was in Mexico. You know, I was a dirtbag back then. Oh, yeah. I didn't think she did it. I think you did it. Oh, yeah, yeah. The Gold Club and Sapphire and Las Vegas, they will make you fall in love, man. Oh, God. I'll just, when you said the Gold Club, I went, oh, my heart just dropped. Legendary. And I'm sure you know the one. What's the one on Broadway? The, uh... Come on, you know, you just don't want to say. Oh, my. Oh. The legendary one. Oh, uh, Ferrell Theater. Yep. Ferrell Theater. Mitchell then, Mitchell Brothers. Yes. Oh, they had the flashlight room. The oh, whole night. Yeah. I had another one from there I pulled one day. Oh, God. There was no sex in the champagne room. No, no matter what they say. <laughs> I think she pulled you, Joe. No sex in the champagne room. You know, it's no crazy. How much they Because back she then, it was you. all about the dog. I had purple hair, <laughs> silver front tooth. You know what I mean? I was just the big radio guy. Going, woo, woo. Welcome to Strip like, Club oh, Talk 101. Yeah. 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 We, we won't get into power exchange. But yeah, going back to like. Yeah, so. But yes, lounges. I think it's a great. I think it's going to be a great business for new york but are there how many like right now peter in your head do you really know of like okay we can go to this lounge like if you were calling some of your boys to go smoke in new york right now is there literally spots where you can go to yeah really three or four well-known ones uh one just got shut down recently you know there it is yeah so they're they are trying to shut them down but they just pop up and it happens oh i mean they're they're not just trying they're doing it they they are is it like ray's boom boom room are they like running in with like the i don't know what ray's boom boom room is but Uh, uh, you ain't never seen (laughs) that uh uh, what was that the eddie murphy yeah Yeah, Yeah, eddie murphy tickets to the poorest part of queens (laughs) i just had deja vu about this exact moment just right there no way i love it man but no i mean it it happened down the street over here in Huntington. we are looking for meager accommodations (laughs) yeah so do they run in like with enforcement code enforcement and everybody in there gets tickets even if you're just a patron or how does that work um no it's usually about sweeping up the products they're not trying they're not trying to you know cuff nobody they're, they're just, what do you mean sweeping up products it's legal though so how that's it's not, not a license pro- not a license oh because they're selling it there too yep. it's remember california uh, back in 2006 and then the governor idea. gets it from sweeping it up and then they go sell it legally with their partner and stuff you know how it goes. i see what you see saying. now i didn't make that accusation no 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 i definitely did. can we get a camera five on goldie right yeah, exactly. now <laughs> goldie's the one making it official right there he's in new york selling it so, uh, you know, governor, see you next time. Wasn't hey, me, oh, yeah, I forgot you. The boy, you governor's your boy. Okay, yeah. I As you that know back, all governor. these people, Peter, is it like, are you trying to come up with solutions as well to like, are they asking you, do you know of anything or like, I mean, is it? I yeah, mean, you're part I mean, of the they, Asian they usually, community too, and you're you know you're helping out the min- minorities that are trying to do it legally. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they usually reject what I say, but, but do yes. they really? <laughs> I shouldn't say reject, but uh, none of my ideas have ever been uh, taken into effect. So. A lot of know-it-alls in this business, as yeah. you'll see. Yeah. yeah. Well, Peter, something we like to do with a lot of guests that we have on the show is we like to do the high five and like to get to know about your cannabis use, and we're going to do this with you. And Salar, you're going to join me with yes. them, so go with the two and the four, okay? Question number one with you, Peter Sue. From New York City, green check verified. You can check out his company. If you're a cannabis company, you want to get a bank account and get hooked up, go to green check verified and they'll make you official like a referee with a whistle. How old were you the first time you smoked cannabis, Peter, and where'd you get it from? Uh, I was 21. It was actually the, the night of my 21st birthday. Hey, no way. Um, nice. My friends were all sitting around. You know how you sit in a circle and one's passing the joint. The old circle. Um, and prior to that, I, I would always, I would chill. You know, I, I would pass but I didn't puff. Uh, and then one night, you know, went around, I started puffing, kept passing it. And at one, some, one point, I hear somebody going, yo, is he, 
Yo, is he puffing? <laughs> yeah. This is your 21st birthday, right? Yeah. Were you also oh. drinking that night? Yeah. Was it your first time drinking that night? No. No. Okay, so yeah. you drank before, and then your 21st birthday, you consumed That's cannabis. interesting. Yeah. yeah. So at least you smoked legally. Well, you know, well, no, it wasn't legal then, I'm sure. No, no, it was not legal. It was still yeah, illegal. Yeah. I don't yeah. want to age you, but yeah, it wasn't legal back then. No, <laughs> That's no, true. no, 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 yeah. Well, I was a nerdy kid. I, I didn't hang out like like I was. Uh, I didn't do that. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, and you're a military kid as well. Oh, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So that's that that's yeah. shows a lot. I mean, a lot of military cats necessarily the you know theory you, is they weren't doing. Were it. you in service when you were 21? No, you weren't. Okay, no, no. was this? Were you in service before? After? After? Right? After that? Yeah. yeah. Oh dang! Yeah. yeah. After did, school, I went. to Did that. they ask you when you were going? Did you ever smoke weed? Uh, you know, I don't think so. I don't. I don't think they asked back then. No. That's interesting. Don't ask, don't tell. Only if I was working cannabis. Question number two, the high five. What is your favorite way to use cannabis? Okay, so I'm going to be you know, totally honest, right? I am not a regular user. <laughs> uh, I have lately been doing more like the, the tinctures and, and drinks and stuff like that, but I'm not much of a smoker. So I don't smoke at all, brother. No? I don't smoke. I have been sober 24 years. I don't drink. I don't smoke weed. I don't smoke flour. I mean, when I was injured with injuries, I used cannabis for medicine, but... I don't smoke a joint. I haven't smoked a joint in over 24 years. Okay. Actually, uh, recently I was on this uh, podcast. It, it almost felt like it was like a setup, right? It was like this. They were like, Peter Sue, you're the chair of this. You know, you're the vice chair of that. And uh, you write for Rolling Stone Cannabis Culture Council. You know, what's your, how do you, how do you smoke? What's your favorite product? And I'm like, I don't. <laughs> so, You know what? I mean, and, and guys like us, Peter, I'm an advocate for it. Like yeah. I look at this plant as strictly medicine but also leisure and pleasure knock yeah. your socks off if that's what you want to do but i see the benefit of cannabis hands down yeah you know what i mean from the financial aspect of it to the medical aspect of it and yeah. uh, i see from little kids benefiting from it yeah. to adults selling it benefiting from it so well I, I would say this from in my banking career um i, I i've never heard anyone be more passionate uh, i've never heard people say like oh i love this this saved my life until I got into cannabis. Right. People love it. Like, it's a culture. People, like, live it, you know? And there's so much anecdotal proof and evidence of yeah. that being uh, true. Yeah. From military backgrounds, PTSD, yeah. to soccer mom coming home and not drinking wine all night and, you know, having yeah. to calm down that way. Our dad coming home from work and not needing to drink a six-pack of beer or whatever just to, you know, come home and see everybody. It's like smoke a joint, take a hit. And well, you know, th think about this from a business perspective, right? Like, so uh, j just the stuff that we know of, right? Like sleep management, pain management, let's say inflammation, but like right, CBD, yeah. whatever. You know, these are all multi-billion dollar industries by itself. Oh, yeah. Right. And, and in, in this product, in this plant, it does it all, right. <laughs> which is kind of crazy, right? Um, somebody said this once, I, so I don't want it, it's I can't attribute it. I don't remember who said it, but. They were like, you know, if we discovered this plant somewhere, and it wasn't called cannabis, right? We didn't know what it was. We just discovered it in a random valley somewhere. We would be like, stop the press. Stop. We need to study this thing. You Miracle know? plant. Miracle. Yeah, cures and as you say, study it. Yeah. It's still infantile of what it can do. Yeah, yeah. It's like we don't have, like, all the other medicines that we use, all the other plants on this planet that we're talking about and companies that are out yeah. there use it, utilizing these plants – They've exhausted every plant. Yeah, yeah. And folks, that's what still has me so intrigued about the cannabis plant is that they still don't know yeah. how much it can do. I mean, the the, the jazz deal, right, with uh, Epidolex, that, that's a multi-billion dollar deal. And that's one particular, CBD, right? It's a CBD heavy, that's the Epidolex. Um, that's, one, <laughs> that's one cannabinoid. 
That, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And they That's still don't know how many it has. Like the plant still. Right and once you do this cannabinoid with that cannabinoid, yeah. it's making this and making yeah. that. It's crazy. Question number three of the high five with Peter Sue. Craziest place you ever used cannabis or smoked? Um, sorry, I got a boring story. We, we would be no, I don't have anything crazy. <laughs> Just sitting. No, with that circle with your <laughs> friends when it was yeah. you know yeah. that could be crazy or yeah. a movie. Twenty first birthday. That's definitely crazy, man. Mm -hmm. I remember smoking my first. Uh, they called them dabs, you know, extra whatever. Yeah. On my twenty first birthday, it was my first time ever dabbing. That was not the night you want to dab. Take your first dab on your twenty first birthday. I've Started never dab dabbed went like on that. To, I had to spend my 21st birthday in the Buffalo Wild Wings because there was a rolling blackout in Southern California. I don't know if you guys remember that in 2011, but yeah, that was mine. So it's. But I'm looking forward to the next time I'm somewhere really crazy. Can we get a uh... cannabis? <laughs> we'll find something crazy coming up. Don't worry about it. Question number four of the high five. What is your go to munchies after you get high or just in general? Uh, well, unfortunately, I don't have a go-to munchie then. <laughs> um, you know, I, I'm not much of a munchie person. When you're when you're feeling yeah. emotional, oh, I like, I love, when you're I love ice cream. I'm okay, a, I'm an ice cream what person. kind of ice Elaborate. cream? Elaborate. Uh, uh, I like. Uh, uh, okay, I really like like fruity shit. You know, like like strawberry shortcake ice cream. That's okay, yeah. what's the Ben and Jerry's? Not sure. Uh, what do they got? The famous for Ben and Jerry's one. Stra uh, I know what you're talking what about too, but he said strawberry. I went to that strawberry the cherry shortcake. One. Cherry, uh, cherry Garcia. Cherry, cherry Garcia. Garcia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I no, I'm realize, a fat bro. kid, boy. Don't let me pull out my fat card. What? <laughs> oh yeah. Cherry, cherry Garcia, Garcia, 300 plus right here. I'm Yo, still got waistline connections right three, here. You know, I got to tell you guys my little ice cream, little fetish secret that I got going on this past two weeks that I've been doing. Goldie, I'm almost ashamed to admit this on the mic, but um, don't be. Wait, what? You guys, I've drank some beer, and I'm going to admit it here, root beer, that is, and vanilla bean ice cream, I've done about... That's a root beer float. Don't that's say six that's gallons, that's Joe. Don't not, say it. Okay, when you say gallons, dog, you ready for this? I bought two gallons of vanilla bean... That was a third gallon. I've done three gallons. I got a fourth gallon at the house right Somebody now. Somebody call, call help. Call and help. I, and I bought, you ready for this? The A&W Root Beer yeah, Minis. I get the A&W root, root, root Beer Minis. I'm so leaving. I'm doing the minis. And I've done at least, well, let me see. I've already bought a, the, 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 the little thing that's the eight pack. It's not a 12 pack. It's because they're minis. And I bought another one. So I'm, I'm two packs in. I haven't finished the second one, but I finished the first pack already. Dog. We need an intervention. Like a I was just going to say. Hey, let me tell you guys how cold it is, though. When I was 300 plus, I used to sleepwalk downstairs and make a root beer float at 3.30 in the morning. Just fatty McDaniels over here. Now, Joe, would you make sure that you buy it from a regulated licensed shop, though? I got these ones from, uh, I had to go to um, Walmart because Walmart has the mini A&Ws. Yes. And the He's Walmart probably crushing those up, yeah. Dude, this is, <laughs> you guys don't snowy. realize this. I haven't told it's nobody snowy. this. This is like my secret. I do it at night, too, after I put the kids to bed. Mm -hmm. Like, nobody knows what I'm doing. I feel like right now, like, I feel relieved that I told somebody. Because that's the first I'm time. literally, well, you guys know I've been on this health kick for a while right now. And, and this is. And been you my, still look great. And, and my point is, that's my little crack habit right now. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? Like I'm I'm fetishing on my root beer floats. Root beer float. Vanilla bean root beer floats. Anything in moderation, Joe. Anything in moderation. Moderation. This fool said he's on his fourth gallon this week. So no, 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 not this week, dog. I'm talking about. I've been doing it for about. I've been having two weeks now. No, no, a little longer. I've been I've been on for at least a month now. So so we've definitely discussed strip club steak and root beer floats on just on this one. Oh my root beer float. And you guys for this, I got this cup that I use. It's just about this big. Right, perfect size. And, and perfect size for the little the, the root beer to fill it up. Perfect size for me to fill up the ice cream, and and I'm sitting here getting ready to go to a doctor's appointment on Friday. Going, okay, they got to check my A1C and everything else. I'm like, cause you know I'm a diabetic, I shouldn't be doing it at all. Yes, Goldie's gonna There's order that. you some root beer floats into the club next time. Mm. Yeah, along with his uh, his wings. I'm a root beer float there. junkie though, dog. It's like my go-to. Like I'm realizing that's my like habit. They We're going to have to find you a natural story. way because root beer is only prune soda. We got to make a way to where you prune can have soda? Prune soda? Is that the root? You didn't know that, did you? No, prune mm-hmm. soda. Root beer is a prune. Oh, no, that's Dr. Pepper. That's Dr. Dr. Pepper. Is that what Dr. Pepper like is? Pepper is prune. But my thing is the A and W. You know what I'm saying? I like that Not the A mug and or the, the, I like the A and W, w one. I think it might be A and W mug or whatever. That's classic. But I think Sparks, Sparks root beer I think Shasta makes some. Nah, food. nah, A&W is and, like and what my grandma this. used to do. So my, my wife seen me doing it about, you know, a month. I've been on this kick for, even before this, I, I it was my kick, like random kick. But right now I'm on a junkie kick where I bought, like, I've been buying an abundance. And um, she went and got the, the, the healthy root beer, which is like clear looking. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> healthy root beer. And it just, just because it same. comes from Whole Foods, Joe, does you not make it no, healthy, it, it, it was a regular grocery store, but it's like this new kind of can, like... No dye. Organic no cane sugar. Yeah. Whatever, yeah, dog. On, I'm like, and, and, I, and I made... And the, the cans are still in the fridge. And I'm like, man, I want that A&W. I don't want that. Question number five of the high five with our guy, Peter Sue from New York City. Green check verified. Peter, if you could smoke cannabis with anyone... Dead or alive. Who would it be and why? Oh, um, hmm. I guess it would have to be Snoop Dogg. Yo. Wow. Are you serious? Why? So that's just. Because I, I want to go for it. You know what I mean? Like, I, I hear he does like like seven blunts a day or something like that. Oh, right? I'm sure like he does I, a lot wanna, more than that. Like, if I'm. A personal blunt roller. His I, son was actually just here last week. Julian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's a great guy. Love yeah, he's got one. this brand called Stuff Cannabis. They make amazing uh, blunts. Pre roll blunts. Yeah, they're pre roll blunts. blunts. nice. Actually. Some are infused, yeah. some are non infused, but it's a great product. Yeah, who, who's his personal blunt roller? You know, I don't think. I don't know, but she got a raise not too long ago, too. Yes, I'm sure he did. A raise and a healthcare. Plan, like that's I'm what sure. I want. I want. I want like that. I want that treatment. You know. Right. <laughs> I want. Snoop Dogg always gets so many people. I mean, he's one of those. You know, I've, I've been in a room when he handed me a joint after uh, the the movie The Wash came out, and it was me, Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre, and Bishop Don Magic Juan. We were in a hotel in Beverly Hills, and it was the press junket for yeah. that movie. And we were all upstairs. It was really cool because we were downstairs at first, and they go, "Joe, come upstairs with us. Let's just do the interview up there because we want to smoke." Because they did a bunch of interviews, and then by the time they got to me, they just wanted me to come upstairs because I worked at Power 106, the big hip-hop station out here in L.A. And uh, we went up there and hung out, and me being Mr. Sober, he passes me the blunt. I'm like, <gasps> I smelt it and passed it along. Oh, man. It was great. So this is going to sound a little weird, but I think of Snoop Dogg as like kind of like Lego. Like, So if you think about Lego when we were much younger, right, like it was kind of a boring business, right? So the Lego of our of our childhood is a completely different company than Lego is today. You're talking right? about building blocks versus what it's, yeah. What, what, whatever it looks like now, today, yeah. right? But fundamentally, the product hasn't changed. They're still just little pieces of plastic, right? right? So, so in other words, they've been able to morph their business model without actually changing their business. Snoop Dogg is the same Snoop Dogg 
but he his his business model is completely different right now. Right? Like he was NWA, now he's he's family friendly. He's doing shit with like Martha Stewart. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, true. That's but he true. is. You're right. He's not. He did. You know, reboot what he called himself, Snoop Lion at one. Well, point. I mean, and he's and now he owns Death Row. Yes. So he's so still Death the same there. Cannabis, right? I actually smoked some Death, Death Row, Row cannabis, last man. Thursday here. I had a Claire from Chapter Two Agency bring me some Death Row cannabis. How I was think it? it? Tasted great. Okay. Me, I would hope so. Me being the liaison, no, it was, I mean, they're Death Row beer Death too. Row, Death they Row's got... the reason we all start smoking weed, pretty much. Let's say, let's let's be real. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. One... I I go back to the Double Dutch bus, dog. Let me tell you, Sugar Hill Gang. You know what I mean? Okay. That's me Ooh. when I was smoking. You know what I mean? The okay. Double Dutch bus coming the down Dutch the street, hey. moving pretty fast. Um, you better shuckle your feet. See, Get on the so... bus, trail your head, cause, cause the driver's gonna take you to a double, double bus Dutch affair. affair. Come on, get on hey. the double Dutch bus. The double Dutch bus. <laughs> Peter Sue, it's great to have you here and to contribute to New York cannabis. How long before you think they really shut down the black market there? Or is it going to be like California and just drive forever? Because we've been legal now for, since 2016, if I'm not mistaken. And, you know, 2017. Yeah. And the black market is still pretty strong here. Uh, do you see it being the same in New York? Or do you think these politicians and the police are going to shut it down and try to make it right for the people that are trying to open it up legally? Um, you know, it's a good question. I, I, I don't know that they'll ever, you know, shut it down, right? Like right, yeah. eradicate it, whatever the term is, you know. Um, you know, Dashita Dawson, uh, uh, who, who runs, who's the cannabis czar for New York City, she has, a, she has a, a great way of putting it. She said, it's really about the consumers, right? Get the consumers and the, the, the market will, will take care of itself. Right. Um, and, and, and I love the way she, she views it. So, yes, I, I think we have good leaders that, that really are focused on it. Um, I hope the plan works. <laughs> and I think those consumers are like what we used to call out here when it first went legal. It's designer, designer cannabis, designer weed, where it's like you had those big brands saying yeah. like, oh, it's, you know, 40 some percent. It's this, this and that. So I think those consumers will be into that first. But what's I mean, people like me, it's like I don't need 40 percent THC, weed, you know, cannabis, you know, yeah. give me a good 23 percent. I'll throw a little tobacco in there and I'm good. Goldie, what you laughing at? I, 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 still, I don't want I, nothing that strong either. No, I, I agree with you. That, for what? So it's no well, it makes me think of old girl that we had on here with her and her pops from Humble. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Hallie, like yeah. she, Hallie, Hallie, was that her name? Humble Hallie, yeah, yeah Hallie. Good, good memory, Salar. Yeah, Hallie was like, you know, when I'm smoking a joint all day, I, I don't want a big strong one in the no. middle of the day for lunch. I want a nice little calm little whoop whoop. Because yeah, you, can't, you can't just get rid of the, the high. I mean, once you're there, yes, you you're can. There. Actually, there's another company I'm going to talk about actually later on. We'll yes. talk about that later. Yes. Really? Is oh, it yeah. milk? I mean, the, the old milk no, does a body a good. No, there's a company called uh, High Be Gone, and it's a spray you spray under your tongue, just like a tincture, and it can snap you out of it. That's called meth. <laughs> it's called crank or, or coke. Or just a shot of tobacco. Yes. No. I mean, jeez. That's, that's A&W. That's yeah. I mean, I used to do that when I was too drunk. I'm like, I'm all bad. Okay. Okay. Oh, I'm not I'm drunk back. no more. Hey, give me another beer. Fuck with me. Yeah, it's Cannabis Talk 101. Peter, thank you for coming on the show, thank brother. We love you for that. And if you're listening to us or watching this, if nobody else loves you, we, we do. do. Thank you for listening to Cannabis Talk 101 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. 
This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, this is Kurt Woodsmith. You remember me from such TV comedies as That 70s Show and That 90s Show on Netflix. I'll never forget the words that my grandfather said just before he kicked the bucket. He said, watch how far I can kick this bucket. People ask me where I get my dad jokes from. I tell them to listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Listen to Daily Dad Jokes every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.